Yo. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your the name. Hey yo, it's Thursday and you know what that means. Welcome to an all new Max Wrestling episode 410. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez and DC, Daniel Crimmins. And we're coming to you with heavy hearts this week as we join the rest of the wrestling world in mourning for the tragic loss of Jay Briscoe. Um, we're going to try to look at some of the upbeat events from this past week. But of course, I think Jay's passing has dominated this week's wrestling news. So... Um, obviously, we're going to be kicking it up with that. Yeah, that's not obvious enough. But besides that, coming up tonight, AEW's women have literally gone on rampage. The wrestling world awaits for future developments of the sale of WWE as Tony Khan officially enters the race. And we are almost ready to rumble. Indeed, we are. And before we begin, the rumble may be electrifying this year, too. Before we begin, remember to like and subscribe to us at youtube.com slash math wrestling. If you're watching on YouTube, it literally takes one second to click that red button. And follow us on social media at math wrestling UK. The website is, of course, math wrestling net dot weebly dot com. Yeah. Don't forget, click the little bell to get notifications. Hey. That too, ring the bell. Ring, ring my bell. Ring my bell. And then an angel gets its wings. <laughs> an angel uh, named Christopher Day. He gets his wings back. Yes, the fallen yes. angel. <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's get into this, uh, and then hopefully we can bring the mood up throughout the rest of the show. Um, we lost Jay Briscoe this week at the age oh. of thirty-eight um, after a car accident on Tuesday, Tuesday. night. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, and I found out, so I was like three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, all of a sudden there was just like multiple posts on the max group. Uh, DZ posted, I think. Yeah. Tra- it was, Trav did too. Um, it, it, I, I saw many people on max, many people on, uh, on RWT. Um, and I, it was, it's, it, and as even like when Rob said, we did a little thing, uh, last night with the TSK, it, this felt like a bad dream. This it, this felt. I mean, I, I don't want to say it felt like Brody, but it felt exactly like Brody. Like, what is going on? I can't believe this is really happening. You know, is this true? Tell us. You know, tell us. He's, tell us he got in a bad car accident, but he's fine. Okay, he might not wrestle again, but at least he's fine, right? Take the hoax. No. Yeah, it wasn't a hoax. And then to make matters even worse, not only did we he you know he lost his life, the driver of the other car lost his life, but his daughters were in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And one that's, may potentially never walk again. Yeah, that's that's where that's where I think it's it, it's it's coming to a head and it's 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 as much as it's down Jay, the whole thing is a giant travesty. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I remember Tuesday night, you know, as you know, the the tweets and the well wishes were were pouring in, which in and of itself was really an an, an amazing thing to see. but i remember the one that stuck out to me was was jericho's where he said this is worse than you realize and you know on the surface you see that and you think 
how can it get worse? Like, guy, guy lost his life. Like, and then it wasn't until yesterday morning when you find out that, you know, his daughters were in the car that, like, you're like, yeah, it just got worse. Yeah, I think I think there was rumors of that on the Tuesday, but or well, Wednesday morning, whatever. But I think, I think, because that wasn't confirmed, all the focus was on Jay, and all these tributes were coming in for Jay, and like literally the entire wrestling world. Like you mentioned, Brody, that's exactly how it felt. So yeah. many great stories about Jay as a person, and not just like, oh, he was a great wrestler. No, he was a hell of a human being who everybody apparently seems to love. And I think it says something where the the local their local school district in Delaware closed down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you I mean, you have to understand the. I mean, I, we all make the joke. It's you know, he was a small chicken farmer in Delaware. You know, you know your neighbors know your neighbors, and and as, and as much as you know that that brings a tickle to our heart because it's a, 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 a I hate to use this word right now a stereotype, but the reality is is they lived that. They were yeah. the they were the small town boys. They knew everybody. Their dad was the fucking high school football coach. He was a football coach, you know. Like they, it wasn't just oh my god, that's Jay Briscoe, you know, thirteen time Ring of Honor tag team champion. That's oh, there goes Coach Jay. <laughs> and it's like, so it's it, it it hits fucking hard, bro. It's like I said, it it's it's. And I'm not belittling the wrestling community. That's not what I mean by that. So if, if there's, I'm already getting the heat from somebody, I'll stretch you right now, but that's not what this is. It's more of a, it's officially hit home for more than just the wrestling community. Like I said, like DC just said, a whole school district shut down for them. You know, the, yeah. and I think the one thing we haven't brought up yet and, and, it, and it still hurts is Mark Briscoe's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. The day after was yesterday. Yeah. He was going to be, and then, and then Jay was going to be 39 on the 25th, I think. Yeah, next week. Or 39, I should say. But it's, it's and, <sighs> it hurts. To back off of what you were saying, Mo, and I think you, you and I even mentioned this uh, the other day. You know, the comparisons to Brody is the fact that this was just so out of left field. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know. And it wasn't like, you know, we knew that, okay, you know, he's not, he's not doing good. You know, he's, he's sick, you know, cancer, drugs. It wasn't anything like that. And I remember, I remember it was, for me, it was just like Brody. Cause you know, uh, Brody was one of my favorite guys. Cause you know, family guy and you, you hear the story and you're just like, no. And like, you know, Instantly, I, you know, I'm, you know, you know, typing up on the computer and looking at my phone, trying to see, like, okay, what's going on here? And it to me it was it was the fact that Tony Khan didn't refer to him as Jay Briscoe. He referred to him as Jamin Pugh. Like, used his government name, used his, you know, used him, and it, it's just beyond tragic. And you know, it's. For Mark, I mean, Mark, to, to the day that Mark dies, every time around his birthday, he's going to be reminded of this. Yeah, that's the worst part of it all, man. I mean, yeah, also, that was not surprising, but 
When have you ever seen WWE acknowledge the death of somebody who's never had anything to do with their company live on air? I've never seen it. I think that just drives home how much Jay meant to the wrestling community. Like they, oh, yeah. like right in the middle of NXT, they just announced it on commentary. Um, they switched segments around. Yeah, apparently that segment was supposed to be the New Day having a funeral segment for. Um, who was the who they feud? I don't follow NXT anymore. Pretty who they feuding with? Dead Pretty dead. young. Yeah. Um, their title shot, and obviously they changed it around. And um, yeah. Just uh, that that solemn moment on NXT. I've never seen that before. I've seen maybe we'll get a graphic at the start of the show, but right. never never anything like that before. Yeah, that and was certainly that was never, but heartwarming. Somebody, and certainly never for somebody that had never even wrestled, even so much as you know, like a, a dark match. They had a tryout, but that was years and years ago. These were guys that had never even been under contract, not even one day. No, not a day. And to me, it also says something, you know, about, not, I'm not even going to say Triple H, about Paul Ovec. You know, the tweet that he put out, he didn't have to. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, he didn't know Jay Briscoe. I'm sure, you know, when they had the tryout, he probably talked to him. But it was the respect, like I, and I said, Mo, the other, last night, Jay... Triple H gets it, you know. Triple H has been down the road. He's traveled the roads. He's taken the bumps and felt the in, had the injuries. And you you always hear the comparison. Wrestling's a, a brotherhood, you know. The if you put this, if you lace up a pair of boots, you get it. Facts, facts. And just, I, I think Jay's going to be one of those guys that we're going to be talking for years to come, you know. Not just as a tag team guy, but as a single star too. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I mean, we forget, he, he for years there was only ever one two time Ring of Honor World Champion, and that's right. We don't really like to mention his name very much. Um, but then finally Jay came along and became a two time champ, and he fucking carried that world title. That's right, he did. Yeah. He, he well, he made his own a, world title. Oh yeah, I was about to say <laughs> he made a total name for his own belt for crying out loud, but. I mean, not only not only you know two time Ring of Honor World Champ, you know he he won the he won their Honor Rumble back, and I want to say oh nine thirteen time tag team champs with his brother. You know they won the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Champ, you know the tag titles. I want to say they won those at Wrestle Kingdom, by the way. I think so. Um, yeah. You know it's like so it it's these guys were. I mean, I, I hate to use it like that because it, you know, it the, we can't talk about the Briscoes anymore. It's not the Briscoes anymore. Now it's just Mark, and it's it's, it's the Briscoe. Yeah, it's just Briscoe, which is unfortunate. But it's um, I don't know. Tag division will never be the same. That's for I, sure. I will make this comparison, and guys, if you think I'm off, tell me. But to me, Mark and Jay Briscoe were to Ring of Honor what the undertaker was to wwe i could see that if you make a better comparison brother i'll give you five dollars he was they the briscoes were they got the lifers like they like when you think of wwe mm, perfect words you think of taker you know aw you think of guys like jericho guys like you know mox ring of honor Briscoes. Yeah, the Briscoes. Like they uh, yeah. Anywhere the else. Like, 
there, there's nobody. I don't. I don't think there's anybody left in Ring of Honor that sort of built the foundations that are still there. Yeah. No. Other than the Briscoes. And that was, that, yep. It seemed like they're the forever Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and not in a negative way either. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, but they won them. Yeah. They lost them. They won them. But whenever, but that, anytime you checked out Ring of Honor at one point or another, chances are the Briscoes were tag team champions or chasing the tag team titles. And they, you know, there are a lot of tag teams out there that, you know, as time goes on, have gotten worse. You know, yeah, Briscoes have gotten better. Yeah, how the hell does that happen? Yeah. Oh, that's how it's supposed to happen. That's right. Three. We're talking three absolute classics with FTR all within a year. Yeah. One of them was our match of the year, too. There you go. Like, I I don't like, to me, in in my opinion, I I think FTR versus the Briscoes is the equivalent to Omega versus Okada for tag team wrestling. No. You know what? No. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do you one better because you want to bring up great comparisons. Um, there is the there was there's the there's the trill there's the holy trilogy as far as movies and it's Star Wars it's the holy <laughs> saga now, but there's only one true holy trilogy in all pro wrestling and that's Steamboat and Flair. If you put a tag division on it, I don't know nobody better. And I'm and I, and I'm being honest. And this is a dude again at, at LOD fucking you know everything you know. You was Rock and Roll Express, you know, Midnight Express, all the I've seen them all, and I've seen no feud better than this, at least in my own personal opinion. So I will top your Omega Okada with a steamboat flare. I don't. And you know, it's you know, I I I already can you know I, I can see you know the e drones what they're gonna say in the comments you know. They're gonna say, well, what about TLC? What about dummies? And- I'm a WWE guy. I will admit it. Those were spot fests. Yeah. What we got with FTR versus the Briscoes was wrestling. I mean, could the Briscoes do the spot fest thing? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Like, they weren't afraid to bleed. I mean, oh, look yeah, at that, the dog man. But they could wrestle. Like, they could wrestle. They could do the spot fest. They could do any of it. Hell, they had a match on a chicken farm. Chicken farm. <laughs> the fight for the farm. That's right. Which is, that's what, to me, is like, it's it's what made them uh, unique in their own right. I mean, they were sought after by WWE. Um, yeah. I, you know, they were literally... Like the biggest team that never hit AEW that should have hit AEW, and I hate I'm literally hating Warner more and more by the fucking day, especially now with this news from Uncle Dave. And it's it's now it brings up the fucking question: Does Mark get the opportunity? Can Mark show up on Dynamite? Can he go get paid and make money for the family now? That's and I hate putting it like that. Not like the money, not like they're hurting for money. They're not poor, you know. They have a great you know chicken farm, blah 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 blah. But it's you know, we, we talk about, uh, you know, Dragon Lee going to NXT and we're like, oh, well, don't waste it. But hey, go get paid. You know what? This guy deserves to get paid. Can somebody pay him? Like the chicken farm alone, they'll be they'll be good. I mean, oh, yeah, they're good. Back in this country. Yeah, you're telling me, brother. <laughs> they're making all the money. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Bastards. 
Um, I think he can do it. He should. They should yeah. let him. He's, he's also got the opportunity and now to be the single star of the team, which Jay always yeah. was. That we awesome. know he can be. That we know Mark can That's be. Very chick. Very chick. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it. The next Ring of Honor pay-per-view is... Uh, Mo, what's the name of it? I, I, Super, I'm drawing uh, a Supercard. Supercard of Honor coming from you from the lovely uh, University of Southern California. The main event needs to be Claudio versus Mark Briscoe for the title. You got no he, other argument for any other fucking match out there right now. Not a one, Jack. Not a one. Much as, I love, as much as I'm on Mark for Claudio or Cesaro, whatever you want to call him, I really don't care. Mark needs to go over. He needs, he needs to hit the J driller for the win. Whether it's a five minute, whether it's a you know a couple day run, month, whatever. There is no better moment than this. And this is the moment. Do it now. I mean, and yeah. On the flip side, if Mark decides he doesn't want to continue and, you know, call time, then obviously everybody will understand. But Oh, yeah, a million percent, dude. You kidding me? I, I can't see him doing that, though. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll oh, take some time. He's a proud but boy. But coming back, that spotlight's going to be right on him. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where I'm I'm you know we like I said the TSK had their thing we talked about it we're like I love the idea of Supercard of Honor I truly really do, um, however I'm also of the notion that we know how many times there's been multiple there's two time we know that there's only a handful of two time Ring of Honor World Champions and there's only one three time yeah. I don't think Claudio would be okay would is is enough it's, to be a three time, um. That's why I'm like, I kind of hope Mark takes like a breather. And if anything, if he comes back like two, three weeks before Supercard of Honor, have him win the TV title. You know what I mean? He's won. I believe he's won that one before. You have him win the TV title. Then you build towards the, you know, I'm here. I, I'm not here for this. Like he can literally relinquish it the next night on AEW Dynamite kind of thing. And then just that's that's where he leads towards the world title. I, I just think it's one of those things where it, as much as I... I'm I'm all about my emotions. I got to think about Booker mode. Like being, you got to be a little bit of a businessman. Got to be a little bit of an actual Booker. And if you dethrone Claudio right now, there's no giving it back to him. Because again, he's already a two-time Ring of Honor World Champ. You really gonna put him right there with Adam Cole three-time? I mean, I, again, love Claudio. I do, but you know, I mean, maybe TK a- would. Yeah, we gotta remember we're, in, we're we got a different Booker for Ring of Honor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're uh, yeah. That's what I think. I'm not bringing that into context. But fuck <laughs> that guy. I mean, if this was, uh, you know, the uh, the de- the decrepit old bastard in Connecticut booking it, you nice. know, nice. he he would already be like a thirty-seven thousand time champion by now. True. That just change his name to uh, Claudio Flair. Claudio, <laughs> like it. It does love Claudio. Anyway, but I mean, it's um, all in all, this is it's uh, it's one that's going to sting for it's gonna sting for a little bit. And I mean, hopefully we get some good news coming from his daughters. So yeah. I know I'm praying on that one. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. 
All right, so let's bring the mood up a little bit. Moses Ozes, or rather, Oz Gustino, a promo from last week. That bastard. I don't know why. We don't usually set the time. We just go on what we think is a minute. So last week, um, Moses ended up running out of time in Guest the Wrestler, who turned out to be Scott Steiner. So that's the person he needs to cut a promo on. So because we forgot to do it last week, we're going to do it this week. And that means you're probably going to get two promos this week. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Your one minute begins. Well, roughly one minute. Pick up the mic. Give me the fucking mic. Right in front of the goddamn thing. I'm not going to move it right here. Because you want to know what? Here, I know how to do math, motherfucker. That's what I know how to do. You know how to count backwards from 10, do you? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. You're a fucking idiot. That's what you are. Call yourself a genetic freak. You you can't even tell yourself from Monday through Friday you're over there having a bad conversation with Bully Ray. What I need you to do is I need you to, to, one, not get back in the ring ever again. You used to be big papa pup. Now you're big long daddy sleeves. Okay, calm down. I, I need you to. I need you to take my order at my restaurant. Make sure my plates are clean. Por favor, please and thank you. Um, however, tell me why you are the little big brother and your and your actual big brother is way bigger than you again. And again, you still walk around calling yourself big papa pup. Do you call yourself that in the restaurant? Is that what's on your name tag? Big papa pup. I need to refill all my shit. That's what I'm gonna do. Good Lord Almighty, I'm going to exactly where this restaurant is. And uh, telling him I'm going to put him in the Steiner recliner. <laughs> oh, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Scotty Doot. Oh, yeah, Scotty New. Scotty Doot. Uh, so there will be another guest wrestler later on. But yeah. first, before we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back a little further in time with this week in wrestling history. We have literally three pieces of history this week. It's uh, Let's go. That hasn't been a big week for history, but January 15th, 2006, following four appearances between 2003 and 2004, Sting made his official full-time return to TNA at Final Resolution, where he teamed with Christian Cage to defeat Jeff Jarrett and Alpha Male Monty Brown. Samoa Joe also successfully defended the X Division title against a bloodied Christopher Daniels via ref stoppage. Of course, you remember Joe's towel that he carried to the ring covered in blood. And this one flew under the radar. AJ Styles defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. What the fuck? I gotta watch this show. (laughs) I have to watch this show. Uh, January 15th, 2017, Tyler Bate became the first ever NXT UK champion when he defeated Pete Dunne in the tournament final in Blackpool. Very poetic, of course. He went on to become the final NXT UK champion and only two-time. Yep. Guys decided to treat Trump this fucking kid. Guys decided to treat Trump. Yeah. Like, you look at Tyler Bate when he first won the UK title and then look at him when NXT UK closed. He was, he glowed up. (laughs) He was huge when he was like 18. (laughs) He went from a fresh-faced young yeah. Was he 20? I thought he was younger than that. Maybe 19. He was like 19 or 20, but he was. Yeah, I, was, I want to say 19 was right. He was a baby. Fucking A right. Um, and finally, this week, January 16th, 2021, after almost eight years, the Impact Knockout Tag Team Championships were restored at Hard to Kill, 
where Fire and Flavor defeated Havoc and Nevaeh to become the new champions. Um, this pay-per-view was also headlined by Kenny Omega's first um, Impact match in the six-man tag uh, against Rich Swan's team. Hell yeah, man. I think it became like the fourth biggest buy rate in Impact. That's not surprising at all. It was top five. All because of, Ke- all because of Kenneth Jerome. That's yeah, right, that boy, Kenneth Jerome. But uh, people will tell you Kenny Omega didn't do shit for, t- for Impact. Dumbasses. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, one half of the MLW commentary team, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Max. All right, now for a little bit of fun, let's uh, let's see if uh, if y'all can get there before we do. In under two minutes, I will. Let's see here. I fucked the whole gimmick up. Anyway, time to guess the wrestler. Yeah, it's my turn to pick up the mic. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestler. If y'all don't get this in two minutes, I'm disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> all right. Pro Wrestling Noah's. Uh, GCH Junior Heavyweight. How, how is it? Okay. Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Uh, ranked 49th in a PWI's top 500 back in 2013. He was a part of a, a two-time never open weight six-man tag. Uh, one-time IWGP tag team champ. Winner of the Crockett Cup back in 2022. Briscoe. No. Let's see. Mark, um, Mark Briscoe. There you go. Oh, it is Mark Briscoe. It is Mark Briscoe. <laughs> oh, man. I can't cut a promo on Mark. Ah, it's devastating. Okay, I'll see what I can come up with. I'll cut a nice promo on Mark. There we go. We haven't done one of those. I was really trying to find, like, he's got no singles titles for fuck's sake. Not a single one, this poor bastard. Oh, so he wasn't TV champion before. No, um, I thought he was. Oh, wait, no. No, I was wrong. I guess I thought he was at least a TV champ, but no, he's got nothing. For Ring of Honor, he's six-man champ, him, Bully Ray J. Uh, Obviously, the 13 with that. He's a two-time Honor Rumble winner with an 09 and 13. Um, fuck, he won a bunch of awards. He won the CM Punk Award, whatever the hell that is. Tag Team of the Year, Feud of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, Feud of the Year. Tag There's Team of the Decade. CM Punk? There's a C- it's called the CM Punk Award. CM Punk Award. For Ring of Honor, whatever the fuck that is. I, I don't want to well, look that up. I mean, so I guess he was a trailblazer in Ring of Honor. Sure, why not? not? Is that an award you get when you whine and bitch when you don't get ah, the right? Ah, boy. Oh, wait, no. Here we go. I found one singles belt for him. One. The Jersey Championship Wrestling. He was a light heavyweight champ. Which that ended up becoming GCW. Did it? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Tonga was the last JCW champion and is recognized as the first GCW champion. Badass. History. History. How's that for this week in wrestling history? How you doing? I can feel 
Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. That's right. Still to come this week, Gig of the Week, Fastler of the Week, Shit Mark Say. But first, let's take a look at what else is going down in the wide, wide world of wrestling. Um, so we are just over a week away from the Royal Rumble. Um, they're starting to put the pieces together. Cody Rhodes is officially declared for the Rumble, which I don't know how I feel about it because I like the the surprises, even though we know he was coming back at the Rumble anyway. But only surprise we're getting is the most electrifying surprise in all the sports entertainment. Oh, yeah, sports and entertainment, excuse me. I also compare yeah, he, it to he, he, Triple H's return in 02. Like, H. they announced he was coming back for the Rumble. He came back from a long-term injury. Um, and you know what? It may be great for Cody because Triple H came back better than ever. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm going to do you one better. You know, we, we, we talk about surprises and, you know, I'm telling you right now. Talk about Juan. One of the surprises is going to be the Great Muda. Ooh. Please, bro. That's nice. Hear That's me not- you want to make a, a, J- a Japanese dude pop? That, do that. Do that one time. Here's my logic. Love it already. The fact, that they, the fact that they let Shinsuke Nakamura compete a WWE yeah. in an outside company never happens. You know damn well that Triple H didn't just do that just to be a nice guy. He's getting something out of it. I would I hope so. And Mood has got to eliminate Shinsuke. And yeah, I'm telling you, perfect. I'm telling you, it's going to be Mood in the Rumble and then Muda in the Hall of Fame. Cool. Make, makes make, sense. Make, and Mo, you know, I called pretty much every single Hall of Fame inducted last year. Almost you did, every you one did. of them. No, so, I'm not going to argue there. To quote one of the greatest managers of all time, that is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. And I like I it. That is a very left field. Well, I mean, um, confirm it or not, didn't Liger get inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yes, he did. Yes. And, I mean, he had one match in that was NXT, him and Tyler Breeze, which is actually really good, by the way. But, yeah. I mean, it's, why not? Why not do it with Mood? I mean, there's that. Uh, I know, I know no, he's no, in that. Liger. Liger. But no, go ahead. Inoki's in there. That's right. Inoki's in there, and he—the stuff he did with Hogan was in Japan. It had nothing to do with WWF. Inoki is technically considered a WWE champion, not officially, but he. Fuck it. Oh yeah, yeah. The the night he won it, but didn't win it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a Vince move, baby. As far as Muda, though. He was a big. He was big part of WCW, NWA. That's WWE history too now. Yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah. You can find so, it on Peacock. Mood in the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Well, we have like seen. Well, I've seen a clickbait that there's uh, an indie star supposedly coming into the Rumble. Um. Again, haven't clicked it, so I don't know who they're rumoring it to be. Would you? I don't think we consider Muto an indie star, would we? No. Like, what do you I mean, define as indie star? Like, what? What's first the definition? Off, I don't of let it? any fucking person that watches the E fully and doesn't watch anything else use the word indie because they have no fucking idea what it means. 
Um, non WWE. That's basically anyway, what they consider it. I know, yeah. If that's what you want to sum it down to, you're a fucking idiot. Like, realistically, I'm thinking most likely people that, you know, people are going to actually know. You know, there's been rumors of Tamatonga heading over. Yeah. There's been rumors of Hikuleo, or however you say that, the name. No, you're right. You hit it right. Hikuleo. Hikuleo, you know, going over. Because you know WWE loves a giant. Yeah. And he's a legit, I think, what, 6-11? And then there's, you know, the rumor of Jay White. Now, here's the problem with Jay White, just as an aside. Jay White's yeah. going to have to get a new finisher. If he goes to the E, he's going to have to get a new finisher. There's like five people with that fucking thing. <laughs> he can't can't do the Blade Runner or whatever the name of his finisher is. He just He's not going. Not going. I'm staying hypothetically. No, I know. I know. I get you. I get you. Um, I mean, I, I'm full bore. I don't want to say full bore, but I mean, like, if there's like any two guys, if there's any people from Japan I can believe showing up besides Muda, it is 1000% going to be Tomatonga and Hinekaleo. Um, mainly and because uh, Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, because all their contracts are about to be up and these cats want to get paid. And I know they got, they got in great shape and this and that, but I mean, eh. there's a lot of reasons. I just don't, it's, you know what I mean? It's, there's that era of let's go get paid. And there's that era of, you know what I mean? Um, let's go have our matches. Motherfuckers want to get paid now. So go get paid. Get paid That's now. fine. Go get, get paid. paid. Um, and you know, go ahead. I think they've, uh, I honestly, I could see Triple H doing this. I think he sweetened this, the pot and said, hey, sign with me. We'll induct your dad into the Hall of Fame. Nice. Because how, how in the hell is Haku slash Ming not in the Hall of Fame? I thought he was. No, he's not. Look it up. You know what? I don't think he is now. And he's had like two big runs with WWE. Like you, you listen to interviews. People tell you like they always tell like who's the heart. He's not. You look at like the hardest people that have Haku. He's number sixty-three on this uh, not in the Hall of Fame top one (laughs) hundred. Who's number one? It's a good question. I want to know who's all the one. Not in the whole it was thing. Smir- it was Smitty Werbin Jaegerman Jensen. He was number one. That guy. That fucking guy. <laughs> Go back to the thing. I want to know. Oh no, there's like a whole thing. No, no. Where's wrestling? Says sidebar. Whoever built this website sucks. Don't don't say it's Chris. I I if I could find I couldn't I can't find it. I can't find it. It's got baseball. <laughs> Nah, I give up. I give up. All right. Um, so again, we keep we keep teasing. Well, they keep teasing that the Rumble's going to be electrifying this year. Yeah. Um, Raw is thirty is next week, and obviously there's a segment planned a with segment. every generation of the Bloodline. So people obviously look at that and think, shit, the Rock's going to show up. Now, it, any other week, I guess it would make sense, but. I don't see The Rock showing up six days before the Rumble when Roman then has to go and defend the title against Kevin Owens. Well, here, hold on. Wait, can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give The Rock an alibi. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? this? The opening of the XFL starts soon. So he's too busy 
going from place to place training with guys. He's posting all kinds of social media videos. He looks fucking jacked, by the way, if he didn't already. Oh, he looks no like oh. in wrestling shape, jacked. Like not not a not a normal. Hey, watch me fucking you know be just chains on around my neck doing whatever. No, he looks. Jim at the five a.m. Yeah, he looks fucking <laughs> ready to go, bud. <sighs> I, I I don't disbelief that we're going to get Rock and Roman, but I just don't see him showing up a week before no, the Rumble. No, 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 no. no. Everybody but, baby. But... If anything, it'll be like a pre-recorded message, you know? Yeah. But then again, again, even with that, Roman then has to go and focus on Kevin Owens. The only way I see The Rock showing up, which would make sense, is right after Roman beats Kevin Owens, they co- they kind of do a mirror image of when Rock was there to celebrate with Roman at the Rumble a few years ago, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. boom, Rock bottom. That'd be fantastic. The people would go ape shit. Or flip that. All of a sudden, Superman punch. Yeah, because Roman. Well, I mean, that, I'm ahead of the that, table. You stole my spotlight. I was gonna say to me, like that's more likely. That would make more sense. That yeah. would make more sense would be to have Roman tap the rock. Oh, come on, I want the heel rock so bad. I wouldn't say it's a heel rock. I'd just say well, it's no. like rock get, saying, know your place, bitch. Well, no, okay, so imagine this, and, and I'm totally going off on a tyrant here, but imagine like Hollywood Hogan with the rock. With the rock. Yeah, I mean, we, we had Hollywood rock in 03. And... Exactly. <laughs> it just did just, just, no just no guitar. Ah oh, man, I like the rock concerts. Like the rock concerts. Leaving Sacramento. <laughs> Can we, we? Do we still have the Hurricanes number to interrupt him again? That's my man right there. There you go. Got like when he came out in Stone Cold's truck, out in Rock Friday was Austin, and Hurricane just popped up at the back. Ah, it's the Hamburglar. It's the Hamburglar. What's up with that? <laughs> but um, Hurricane works as a producer for them, so why not? Why not? Yeah, come on. Oh, shit, I keep forgetting that. Jane Helms, that's right. Um, so either way, I think it makes more sense for The Rock to show up after Owens' match, not at Raw next week. Even though it is a celebration of 30 years of Raw, and, you know, it's it's in a difficult place, really. Yeah. If it was the week after the Rumble, perfect. Handled. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he would have been surprised to bang him. There you go. If anything, if we see the rock at all, it's going to be a pre-recorded message, or via it's going to be the whole live via satellite bullshit. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker! Please, we all know it was pre-recorded. Fuck that. I mean, I think I think that would probably be like the biggest, the easiest thing to do is he literally just takes a selfie, and he's just doing like one of his just like Instagram videos, and he's just like, oh, I thought I uploaded that to Instagram. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be see that's that's hilarious right there. Give me some cockiness like that. I like it. Yeah, if he just starts trash talking and then go, wait a minute, I was supposed to send this to Kevin Hart. That'd be great. Oh man. Um, we do know we're also getting Becky Lynch versus Bailey in a cage match next week. Um, nice. I like I like the way they set it up. It was. Becky kind of tripping her into it, but at the same time, I could absolutely see it coming. So I was like, so you got no problem facing me one-on-one? No, no problem. So you got no problem facing me next week? No, no problem. So you got no problem facing me next week in a cage match? Of what? 
You hesitated a bit there. No, no problem. <laughs> like she walked uh, into it, but you could see it coming a mile <laughs> off, and it, it still worked because Bailey's great. She is though. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, Bailey and Becky, to me, is, like, this generation's Trish and Lita. Yeah, for sure. Just wrestlers, you know. I think it's nice that those two are feuding right now because, obviously, they were half of the four horsewomen, but the the attention Mm -hmm. was always on Charlotte and Sasha, and now it's Becky and Bailey's turn. Hell yeah, it is. It would have been the whole fucking time. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mercedes Monet ain't doing much jackass anyway. She thinks she's bigger than New Japan right now. As an aside, I I would put her under shit, Mark say. (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely belongs in that segment. segment. Uh, I'm going to save that for the segment, actually. Um, I was was like, well, you guys just stole my (laughs) gimmick, you jerks. For for anybody doing the Fantasy League, obviously Uncle, Uncle Howdy is not on the roster page. Thank Jesus. Despite the fact that Beer and Chad keep trying to buy Uncle Howdy, we can't sell somebody we don't know the identity of. Like, we know it's Bo Dallas, but it's not confirmed. And also, it seems to be different people playing him occasionally, too. I've heard a rumor. I I heard at one one of the instances it was uh, Vincent from Ring of Honor, because supposedly he's signed. And then yeah, but I think he was NXT because he wasn't he in the crowd in NXT. Yeah, it yeah. was him and other guy. I I can't remember I, the other uh, name. Yes, you're the wrong cat. I'm really trying to find out what the fuck dumb dumbass Mercedes Monet said. Oh, I'll, I'll I've got it. Don't worry. Oh, thank it'll, you. It'll be in the segment later. Thank God. Oh, you and know, you're gonna have a going field back to who it. you know have a field with it. Who could show up in in the Rumble because. You know, Eric Young is supposed to be coming back. Eric, yeah, and I was going to say he's Eric, a good, he's a good one. With, uh, you know, I'm thinking they restore sanity because you know, mm-hmm. uh, Nikki mm-hmm. Cross has kind of gone cuckoo again, and yeah, why not? That's the best way, though. She's, she's got to be cuckoo. She's awesome like that. Who doesn't love crazy chicks? Well, I mean, I think the obvious that I don't think we brought up is Cardona. Oh, right. Yeah, he's. A, I think he's a given at this point. Chelsea is a given, right? That she's resigned. Oh, for sure. She, I think, pretty sure she already signed for a couple months. Yeah. She, well, I wanted like at least a month, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, if I'm Triple H, I, I'm not bringing her in until I know that I have Matt Cardona signed, sealed, delivered. That motherfucker down. coming back. He coming back. He he's done what what he's done reminds me of Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. So, like, he left WWE Ooh. as um, nice popular with the fans, but not too huge on the roster or anything. Mm-hmm. Goes on the indies, makes a huge name for himself, wins titles here, there, and everywhere, and comes back jacked. He I was mean, the biggest God. name outside of fucking, like, Kenny for a while. Yeah. He was the fucking, sh- like, he was on fire. He, he did a death match. Oh, not no, like, no. He, Cardona, no. he became he, the king of the death match. You put some respect. Right. I mean, like, you tell me how many guys that you know are were e guys that would do something like that to the level he did. 
I mean, you got Matt Riddle who did a death match barefoot. Uh, stop it. Asshole. You know, and I, I, you talk Rumble surprises, and I know where he's still injured, but you know what? I just I want to fucking see it because he's he's a national treasure. Bring our truth out. <laughs> Have him grab a ladder. He's in crutches. That or a table. You know what? No, fuck a ladder. Have him walk down with a table and just like throw somebody through the table. Like I won, I won. It's, um, it's just the rumble truth. I, I don't do an ambulance. You know, play off the injury. <laughs> Let's go. See, it's an ambulance match. I don't know the extent of his recovery, but I think one of the biggest pops would easily be Biggie. Yeah, if he's if he's uh, cleared, fit and healthy. I think he would be a great one. I think another one that I don't think we're talking about, not sure if we've brought it up in the TSK or even anything, Nick Aldis. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's, they said big indie name. Yeah, he's got to be considered yeah. an indie name. NWA is just. And, yeah. You know, I, I think uh, w- with the Women's Rumble, I, I think we're getting Mickey part two. Yeah, cool. she just won the, the knockout title again. And like cool. I said, this time, can we get the title, the name right on the nameplate? What was it that they called her last nice. week? The, the Impact Women's Champion? Something. And like I said in This Week in Wrestling History last week, it's only ever been called a women's title once originally when Gail Kim won it. And then very quickly after Kong won it, it became the knockout title and it's been the knockout title ever since. But now, Mickey James comes out of the Rumble. I will call her the Impact Women's Champion because nobody knows what a knockout is. What? Well, I mean, it's just fucking knockout on the belt. Well, they don't know. Okay, they're they're not used to that product. I, I had to do the whole fucking dumb voice and head move and it. If if they if WWE can have a fucking Divas title for I don't know how many oh, years, God. Impact can have a knockout title. Call it what it is. Stop it. Oh, just when you think you forgot it. We don't oh, talk about the butterfly shit. belt. We don't talk about the butterfly belt. No. God, that was an awful era. And let's not forget uh, New Japan looked and said, hold my beer. Look what we said, look at our said, belt. You said you want to put some diamonds on it? Yeah, let's go. Bastards. But then Osprey's like, well, I like it. Of course you do. Yes, I, of course you do. <laughs> You're I not think Osprey just like it only looks good on champion. him and Okada. It really does. It only looks good on him and Okada, and that's it. It's disgusting. It is a horrible I belt. I also just really can't understand why they would erase all that history and just create a brand new world title. Like it doesn't follow the same lineage. It's a brand new title with a new history. Why? Yeah. If you're going to unify them, fine, but keep the title history. Yeah. Well, like the the whole theory was, you know, getting ready to the IC title, which stupid, stupid move. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Just still call, and you don't even have to call it the IWGP Heavyweight World Heavyweight title. You can literally just change the name to the IWGP World Champion. Yeah. And you know, I guess the theory is, you know, hey, you know. Anybody can win it. Okay, cool. Well, then why do you still have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title? Yeah. Same logic, right? 
Lineage, baby. Lineage. Get rid of that bitch, too. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It, all the know, bangers it, that go on, the best of the super juniors, all that. No, there's too much. But I'm with you on that one. I'm more, I'm, but I'm more on the, let's fucking flip this thing and let's bring back the IC belt. That or, yeah, simplify the name, whatever, something or another. It's just, yeah, you, they went flip sideways in, in like the weirdest direction. I really want to say this was Harold's made, Harold May's doing, but I don't think it was actually. And that's the problem. Uh, I don't know if he was still around when they, I know that he was around when they unified the belts. He was on his way out. Yeah. But I don't know. He, that's my guess, Chaz. I think he was on his way out when they debuted this motherfucker. And I'm like, oh. So, all bad. Yeah. I he didn't last long. That belt. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, he wanted to bring in money, but then he also was like, we can't be cussing. Bro, that was literally, and I hate, and I, I fucking hate saying this. No, I don't. I don't hate saying it. I love saying this. Um, for a while, there was like watching New Japan was not only entertaining because of the 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 sheer athleticism and action you get, um, but because of the fucking commentary inside the ring alone. Like you'd have, uh, you would have Tongalo. the bully Tongalo is the best. Ah, oh, fuck you, motherfucker! Oh, fuck you! This and that, this and it's just like you know everything. And then, it, or you would get fucking uh, Carl Anderson was like the best. And he just he would just be like, oh, here we go, or just literally just the dumbest yelling the dumbest shit, like you were in an arena with forty people and there's nothing that could be heard. You know, they know that the thousands out there can't hear him, but it was hilarious. But he was like, yeah. no, 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 we got to put a stop to that. That's not appropriate. So that went well, away. It's uh, even even Tonga's like post match promos, like you, yeah. you never knew what he was gonna say, like. Going off randomly on Roman? Yeah, that's true. And then because of that, they do, they, that's what they do. They fucking, I don't want to say they ruined it, but they kind of ruined it. Frankly, uh, AEW, I don't know if they allow it, but you get so many F bombs in AEW that just, usually from Mars. They're, they're willing to be the edgy, um, the edgy company, and I think in all reality, I don't think Tony Khan minds paying the fines. No, I was just thinking that. And I mean, hey, as far, um, I heard, Mark I heard his team is doing yeah, really fine. good. I heard his team in fucking the UK is doing really good. So, full was yeah. it full? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're never really on the radar, but they're not like the worst. Well, then hey, there you go. They're if, sort of like mid table. If you're not losing money, you're making money, Jack. Yeah. Jack. I don't. I don't say. I wouldn't say they were lost, but they're they're not huge. We're not going to talk about the Jaguars. So. <laughs> um, where we get? To, oh yeah, Uncle Howdy went way off topic. Um, showed go. up on Raw to interrupt the brawl between Bianca and Bliss, which kind of confirms, um, that Alexis still has some kind of allegiance to Bray. Was he holding a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The concession stand was probably right behind that door. I like. I was like, I'm watching this, and I was like, that's weird. And then somebody made a joke. I was like, he's like right by the. He was that was the joke that he's like, oh, he's probably getting popcorn or something. I was like, I swear to God, he's holding a hot dog. I swear to God, he's holding a hot dog. But then again, I, my 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 imagination may have just ran with me. I would not be surprised if Alexa beats Bianca at the Rumble with the help of some voodoo. Yeah. Voodoo? Um, Alexa's Voodoo. not been on top of the women's division for a while. Bianca's had the title for a while. She could be on top any time. Had to do you, it. Couldn't help myself. Just not on top of Randy. Oh! 
Don't do Kim it. Don't like it. That, and I, I've seen the prediction that, you know, Bianca's going to hold it to through to Mania and where she's going to drop it to Rhea. Hey. No. Okay. That's not what's going to happen. Oh. I'm making another another spoiler. I'm telling you, this is what, what they're going to do. Rhea is going to win the Women's Rumble. That much is guaranteed. And she's going to go up against Charlotte at WrestleMania. Redemption. Redemption. And they're going to bill it off of revenge. Yeah. Because think about it. If if I'm booking it, I'm booking it like she's had two years. She was the first NXT talent to have a match at WrestleMania on the on the main show. She was representing NXT. And what did she do? She failed. So it's going to be Rhea getting her redemption and her revenge on Charlotte. And if you really want to book Rhea as the monster that they are booking her to be, you don't have it be a close match. You have it be a slaughter. I'm talking Brock versus Roman, not Brock versus Roman, Brock versus Cena from Mani- from uh, SummerSlam a number of years back. Yeah. Death, baby. Death. Where Charlotte gets maybe one or two moves in, but for the most part just gets clobbered. Death. And how do you have it end? With Rhea just putting her foot on Charlotte's chest. One, two, three. You got to pay nine ninety nine on the OnlyFans for that. Hey, that didn't work out too well for Mandy Rose. Hey, right? Um, we didn't. We didn't need to. Are you sure? Have you seen her bank account? Are you sure it hadn't worked out? I thought her bank account was from a a company standpoint. Her company standpoint. I know. Yeah, she don't need the company no more. She don't need the company now, Jack. Um, we don't have two options though. If Rhea beats Charlotte, either she leaves Judgment Day, or we need a draft and Judgment Day go to SmackDown. Oh, you don't like titles. you don't like in, you don't like inmate Dom Dom you don't like it. Oh, I love inmate Dom. I'm not I was ashamed about to, say, to admit it. been in jail seven hours. <laughs> he thinks he's the biggest baddest troll there's we, ever been. Within a couple of weeks, we went from how how is Dominic so bad to this gimmick is great. They basically they turned him they turned him into Joker from yeah. from next day. But. He plays it so seriously, and I think that's what makes it work because it's so exaggerated. It, it, but Dominic well, no. See, is so on, into see. it. I, I love DC's comparison, but I'm going to drop like three more on you. I guarantee you, because you know Ray's old school. Let you know, you know what I mean. He's out from he's out from out here in Dago. He's he's been the streets the whole whatever. He had to have watched Blood In Blood Out. He probably saw Carlitos Way for sure. He saw American Me. You know what I mean. He's so he is he is as educated on fucking you know on cholo culture as can be, and he took and that shit to the fucking to the edge. Let's not forget uh, his his uncle K Dog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he just walked up to fucking his uncle Conan and said, "Hey, bro, can you help me out one time with a wardrobe." Boom. MVP was great too on social media because he was sat next to Dom on the plane and he's like, "This guy just told me I wouldn't make it in prison." Oh, dude, I cried with laughter. <laughs> I cried with laughter. Oh my god, my wife's like, "What's so damn funny?" I said, "MVP's been in jail." 
And she's like, like wait, I'm like, I say he's been real chick. Like, he's been in prison. Like, he did serious prison time. <laughs> like, what was it like? Wait wasn't it like attempted murder? Yeah. And <laughs> MVP is a real so motherfucker. Funny. He's all like, like, he's like, wait, hold on, what? And then the look on MVP face, like, <laughs> Google me one day. Like, of all the people, oh, man. all the social media people <laughs> that are in the like, if you are not following MVP either on Twitter or Instagram, like, do it. Like, the dude is hilarious. I used to tell everybody to go to go follow Minero Suzuki just for a sock game. Go follow MVP just for his dumb on-the-plane commentary. Oh, my God. that His face is burned into my it's burned into my brain. That look of disappointment of, of what the fuck is burned into my brain. It's too funny. Uh, I I need to find what MVP was actually doing time for. Oh my good lord! Oh my thing or I almost want to say it was maybe even attempted murder. I don't I don't remember if it was that bad. Um, let's see, Booker. Let's see, Booker T did time for robbery. Um, yeah, armed robbery. That's right, armed was that it was armed robbery. Um, it was robbery. Yeah, uh, MVP was uh, robbery. It was. Uh, he served time in prison for robbing a cruise ship casino. Oh, that's let's go. <laughs> that's where he got the money for the chains. Got it. Got it. Got it. But there it is. Boy. Oh, he's like I, uh, 18 and a half year prison sentence for armed robbery and kidnapping, which he started at the age of 16. Oh, Dom spent four hours in the drunk tank. He said, "Let me tell you something, partner." Like the, the caption is, is and, great. and it literally just says, "Spent the entire flight listening to this guy tell me how tough jail is." He told me I better stay out of trouble because I don't look like the type that can handle that scene. I just nodded. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for the advice, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they, I wish that they had recorded like some kind of like skit with yeah. him. Like, it, uh, <sighs> like I would have paid money to see that. Oh, that, uh, oh, that uh, big time. I, th- I think it was last week when we compared Dominic's prison stories to, like we said, Joker's the scar story. You want to know how he got these scars? <laughs> and then you got Corey on commentary. Wasn't he only in for like one day? That's the best part. When the reality sets in that he was in jail for not even a day. But uh, whoever whoever's working with Dom as like an acting coach, they've done a great job. Good job, give bro. that person a raise. Give 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 just here. There you probably go, Michael Hayes. You the know whole what? Thing. That's a hey, you're probably Michael Hayes is stupidly underestimated how good that he is when it comes down to uh was it character development? Yeah. He's the man. He's been there the forever whole, too. If you remember, like the whole thing with hit with the video they did of him getting arrested, like you hear him literally saying, "Mommy, bail me out. I'm not gonna last in jail." <laughs> exactly. He was he was freaking out. Now, the whole everything. But then now he's now he's big bad cholo man, and he you know the prison didn't do me no worries. And that's, shut the fuck up. But it's great. I, I I love it. Good for him. Uh, glad that they've got something going for him that's gonna work for it. You know what I mean? It's it's. Uh, but let's see where it goes. 
that's my whole thing in the long run. So let's let's see where it goes. It's good now. Can it be good in in six months? In six months. Yeah. Keep Vince the fuck away from creative because you know Vince will come back and fuck this up. Okay, well that's a whole different thing on a different gimmick because the reality is, is we say that he's not coming back, Jack. He's back, homie. You don't have multiple back to back talent meetings to say to reassure people the creative's not oh. going to change. The creative's not going to change. Every no, it's week, gonna change. every show. I'm waiting to find out that there's going to be one tomorrow. The, As the, I mentioned, he's Vince McPalpatine. Yeah. He somehow he is, returned. He is there is more than to sell. This is literally Rise of Skywalker. And we, we all know how, how that ended. Yeah, Vince is cloned. Yeah, you're fucking down with me. He's just in a basement somewhere fed by tubes. And he's being propped up by Nick Khan. <laughs> I like to think of Nick Gar more like Grima Wormtongue. Nice. <laughs> you know what? I, I can see it. Like I can honestly, I can see it. I see it Tri- now. Like yeah. Triple H walks in, zombified Vince is like, "You have no power here." <laughs> you got to put the cloak on him. <laughs> you have no power here. Oh God, I can see. It. Oh God, I can see. It. You know. Oh God. With. Mania being in Hollywood again this coming year, I, I think there's never been a more appropriate time than to bring back the movie trailers from Mania uh, 21. I can't oh, believe they're yeah. not doing it. If, if, if they're not doing it, they should be. Like, Come every on, single one of those on the budget with a budget. Come on. Come on. Triple H and the Braveheart parody. Oh, Eugene and Forrest Gump. Yeah, I don't think that would fly these days, but... I was going to oh, say, that's why my jaw dropped a little bit. Like, no. That one was a bit near the Kansas. nose. Um, Austin was great with Gladiator. Uh, Undertaker, yeah. Dirty Harry. Um, and then they did uh, everybody trying to do Taxi Driver, but Batista nailed it. Mm-hmm. See, he always had the actor in him. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> was, was there another one? I feel like we're missing one. I know oh, Cena are. and JBL. A few good men. I was gonna say it was yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, bring back the trailers. Come on, bro. Um, so on to AEW. We don't usually cover Friday nights, but um, the women's street fight from Rampage deserves a mention because those ladies beat the shit out of each other. The motherfucking shizbiz. Um, are, are we gonna are we gonna talk about how there's too much blood? Is oh, it just God. too much? And it's we can't deal with her. Ruby was wearing a crimson mask, damn it. Who gives a fuck? If that was Cody out there, they just would have been like, well, you know, that's Cody Blades all the time. And they would have moved on. They would have moved on. But because it's fucking Ruby, because it's a woman, bro, she used to fucking bleed her ass off on the indies. Player, you don't understand what you're watching if you haven't watched before they got there, Jack. Um, It was a super solid match. I really enjoyed it. Super solid. Um, Yeah. I can't even bleeding. Yeah, yeah one, one of one. her best matches too. Yeah, that was it. You know, but there's let's you know I, I want to emphasize something. You know, when you gig, it's hard to control how you bleed. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you can hit something. I mean, we've seen it happen with Eddie for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? He's the prime example of it all. Him and John, and if things happen, bro, this is pro wrestling, baby. You know, but getting overly dramatic. Oh, this blood! It, it takes it away from the match. It's a fucking street fight. It's motherfucker, motherfucker. You don't tell me you're not gonna bleed in a street fight. Give me one street fight you never bled in, because you didn't anything, have a fight. 
if anything, it enhances it. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can see how some people who are not okay with blood or not used to blood, um, could be queasy or it could be too much. But then again, look at the sport you're watching, Jack. Like this is what, that's what it is. You are watching a sport where people go through tables, where Mm. people get hit with steel chairs. Mm. You're watching a sport where a guy literally fell 20 feet off the top of a goddamn steel cage twice, 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 and then got up and came back out like an hour later and got hit again. If you have a problem with blood, stop watching professional wrestling. Seriously, though. Like, these same people that bitch about blood in professional wrestling will watch UFC. We'll watch the NFL. Yeah, and then get all... Yeah. Oh, my God, the concussions. Let's Motherfucker, not it's a dangerous sport. Let's not forget, couple sh- just a few short weeks ago, we watched a man almost die on live television. So, again, if you are whining and bitching about the blood, find something else. Yeah. When when this happens, I always go back to the conversation that CM Punk said he had with Vince. And Vince was like, have you seen they're having women fighting UFC now? And Punk's like, yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Let the women fight. They want to bleed? Let them bleed. You want to talk equality and... Uh, which I will be honest, a lot of times, a lot of the women's matches out there are better than the men's matches. Yeah, we, we keep saying, well, I keep saying it like every time there's a Rumble or Chamber or Survivor Series, uh-huh. the women always have the better match. Yeah. And maybe maybe it's because they work harder because they, they feel they've got something more to prove, but yeah. it's always yeah. a better match with the women. And I will say, with the AEW women's division, you know, they're not stupid. I guarantee you they see what people say online. And I will say, in the last couple of months, a couple of short months, the AEW women's division has stepped it the hell up. You're telling me, bud. You look at Ty Conti, for example. Look at where she was a year ago. I mean, oh, if you want to make that comparison, look at where she was in NXT compared to when she got to AEW compared to now where she is. You know what I mean? So all she has is grown. I didn't mean to interrupt you like that, but no, she's – I literally give people crap for them giving her crap. Like how? You literally came from a fucking place where they literally emphasized your black belt and judo and all this and that. They didn't use it properly. They didn't use you properly. AEW picks you up, and now you're – not only relevant, but you're a good wrestler. Yeah, I was always a big fan of Tainara Kanti. Right. And, you know, these women in AEW are... are Anna Jay's even getting better. Yeah. Because she's not being viewed as just some comedy shtick for the Dark Order. Not anymore, which is kind of sad. I kind of miss it. And she's trying to be a submission, a serious submission specialist, as Punk would say. Which is cool, you know what I mean? Because you have somebody who is greener than grass out there, you know, trying to learn. Which yeah. is the end-all, be-all of it all. She's trying to learn. That's life. Like, in life, you should be... Tr- I mean, look at Jade Cargill. 
Oh, when brother. First start, brother. Look at how green people are saying, oh, she's greener, greener than grass. And look at where she is now. Now people are saying, okay, well, when are you going to move her up to the whip, the, the title picture? If anything, she's making the TBS title bigger. Yeah, exactly. She has. She really has. Which I think that's kind of why they haven't gave her the immediate throw up there. But I mean, we're at the point. We're at that point where it's like, bro, she's beating everybody twice. What the fuck else can we do? What else can we do for her? She oh, hey, we're going to push Red going. Velvet. Oh, right? You know, oh, yeah. Here, go against Red Velvet again. Turning this again. Goldberg. This again. They're turning her into Goldberg. Yeah, but like, like. I don't want to say in a worse way, but yeah, yeah, just getting the Goldberg treatment. But at some point, you know, there was a payoff for Goldberg. Goldberg. So, just saying, Jack. She's she's Jadeberg. Jadeberg. You know what, bro? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start chanting that. Jadeberg. That would be awesome. They need to. Somebody needs to start doing that. I'm gonna. You got to tweet that. Somebody's got to tweet we that. Need to Smart right There it is, baby. Smart Mark will get it copyrighted. Um, yeah, so then on to Dynamite, we opened up with Orange Cassidy defending the uh, All-Atlantic title against Jay Lethal, which he retained thanks to Dan Housen seeing off Jeff Jarrett's carers. <laughs> Dan Housen, he's got the red shirt on, and he's like, come over here, take your seats. The whole everything, it was just fantastic. I was like, kick him out, kick him out. No, he didn't kick him out. Dan Housen was the MVP of this match. He really was, though. You know and I, I, I've said this before, and I just want to fucking see it, you know. And this is an aside. If we, if if there is ever you know an open door or you know a buyout or whatever, just one time, even if it's just one segment, then never again. I want a segment between our truth and Danhausen. Yeah, please. Even if it's just at a just at a convention. Exactly. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. Give Especially me. at a convention. Especially at a convention. I mean. We, you've seen the bat, the uh, convention a couple years ago at New York Comic Con with MJF and Danhausen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake, I want you gone, Hausen. Oh, yeah, I want you gone, Hausen. Man, the interaction would be great. I thought this was my table. Oh, my bad, Sting. <laughs> Danhausen and R Truth would be gold. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you, you end the segment with uh, with uh, with, <coughs> oh, with Rob Simmons just looking at them both and just saying, "Damn!" Damn. <laughs> oh my god! Damn! I'm that, I am pitching that to our truth on fucking TikTok. I am. I'm doing it. Do it. Oh um, yeah, god. I am. Thankfully, I mean, it would have been nice for Jay Lethal to win a title, but. The less I see of Jeff Jarrett on TV, the better. You're telling me. Trust me, I was in the exact same boat. I was like, this is totally when, you know, Jay finally wins something. They want to do something with him, blah, 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 blah. Um, luckily for us, it didn't happen. Thank God. Because I just, I, I really feel like it'd be one of those things where it's like, Jay wins, but watch Jeff Jarrett carry it around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be. Man. Um, uh, I think I think that. next match was a clear tribute to Jay. It was brothers versus brothers. Um, top oh, flight pull off the upset over the Young Bucks. Let's not forget about the armbands. Yeah, uh, and that was it. There was there was no story behind it. It was literally two tag teams against each other, two sets of brothers, um, and the underdogs got the win. Young Bucks using their Ring of Honor gear, using their Ring of Honor move set. Very nice. It was very 
Very respectful. Yeah. And we go from respectful to disrespectful with the acclaimed getting into it with the ass boys again. Again. Um, again. <clears throat> there was a line that was muted. I think it was Max Caster's last line. I have no oh, yeah. idea what he said. But uh, apparently it They've shocked the crowd. You know, I, I, I hate it's going to end. I really don't want it to, though. Billy's going to turn on the acclaim. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're getting uh, family therapy next week. <laughs> Whatever. Which, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with DC. I, I, this, it, we're literally going in a, in a direction to ultimately crown FTR, which is, you know, obvious. Hopefully. If, if they're coming back, if they come back. If not, well, then we're going to crown the ass boys for the sake of crowning the ass boys. Which I, I again, I don't want it. I don't. But and I'll say it like this: no. if it means that FTR doesn't go away, then hey, fuck it, make it happen. But if they're if they're gone, don't you dare fucking do it. Don't do it. If you put if, if FTR is gone and you put the titles on the ass boys, next fucking night, give me Hookhausen again and put the titles on them. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Bam. Next night. Yes, we like Hookhausen. I'll give you one better. Later the same night. Same night. Okay. What? what about what about Jungle Hook? Not Jungle Hook? Jungle Hook. No. Jurassic Hook, Hook Express. Hookhausen. Oh. Used to be a Hookhausen. Yeah, Hookhausen is a little better. I'll give you that. Anything involved in Danhausen. Right. Give, give him some girls so he, so he can make more money. So make all, all, the bills. Bills. all the monies. He needs the blimp. He, you know, Tony Elite never came through with a blimp. Nice. And neither, neither did Dave Honor. No. I, I I wonder if he had gone to WWE, what what name he would have gone with? Vince McEntertainment? That'd yeah, be gotta be, because you're not allowed to say wrestling. Nope. Um, we got pretty, for, pretty for, I don't, not forgetful, but... It felt unimportant, Ricky Starks defeating Jake Hager, basically just to yeah. continue Ricky's feud with Jericho. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things of, you know, you get to go through trials and tribulations of different people to fight me again. You know, MJF's doing the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate it, but yeah, this was definitely, uh, this was definitely the, the piss break of the night, unfortunately. But another win for Ricky's not a bad thing. Not at all. I'll sign me up for it all day. And then obvious victory, B Dry gets to win over Bandito. Oh uh, my god! We know he's going to keep winning because he's going to be facing MJF. That's a given. But I mean, great match anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, if if we're going to play off of the whole everything, you got the backstage segment where you know MJF's like, I don't care if you win, I don't care if you lose, I care if you break his arm. I need right. to break his arm. So you know, I mean, I don't know. Actually, you know what? If I could be that asshole. There was a a lovely little moment, if you will, where B Dry had an injured injured arm going into a big time match, and he came out champion. I'm not saying that's going to yeah. happen in this instance. I'm just saying, you know, if you really right. wanted to play it up, that you're leading right down that road. Uh, I don't think MJF needs to lose right now, but at the same time, I really am sick and tired of being B Dry being wasted like this. So yeah, just one more world title run before you retire. Yeah, come on, motherfucker. And at one time, 
that that one moment with the injured arm is a classic. You're telling me, bud. Speaking of classic, fucking Bandito putting on a hell of a show, man. The fucking pure strength of this guy. Oh man, and and Brian too when he like oh did, yeah did the whole Matrix getting back up. That thing was it's fantastic. Fantastic. Ah, uh, so you go from Bandito to next week we've got Brian versus Brian. Brian and Brian. V Drive versus Brian Cage. Right. Um, which. Right. Yeah, like we said, we know Brian's going to win. So again, it kind of sucks for Brian Cage to lose another match. He's been losing matches since he came back, poor bastard. Made and you're on television. He's not catering. Exactly. No. I was gonna say, and he, he is a champion right now. Six, yeah, six man. But uh, it's, it's like him and Lance Archer are always the same. They're big, monstrous guys, but they just keep losing big matches. I I do kind of wonder how AEW's catering is. <clears throat> Probably got to be good. White claws and burgers. Oh, let's go. That's he, right. Whopper, Whopper, Whoppers and white claws, baby. That's it. So, Tony Storm uh, picked up a win over Willow before Soraya attacks Willow, seemingly confirming her heel status. Status. Well, yeah, she's fucking, nobody liked her as a face. So you got to make her a bad guy because that's what she's good at. But then again, I think, uh, and then the TSK was talking about this, I think that this is literally just going to lead to... Um, it pretty much being a WWE faction, you know what I mean? It's, you're going to have Saray, you're going to have Tony Storm, you'll probably end up having Ruby Soho, and it's going to be the, oh, well, we've been there, you know, we've been to the top. Where have you guys been? Because that's pretty much what Tony was implying in the back yeah. against she- with Sheeta, so it's like... The disrespect. Like, I'm like, really, bitch? This is does. If you were in there for a cup of coffee, you'd relax. You were not in the E like that. Sheeta has got the perfect really bitch reaction. She's got it. She really nailed. does the fucking master it she has. <laughs> the her. Fuck she just said. What the hell are you telling me? Uh, yeah, I'm I mean Paige wasn't much a heel very often in WWE. Um, but she was always a good heel. Yeah. When she was. That's for sure. I mean I'm 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 I don't want to say I'm looking forward to this little bit of a faction, but I kind of am because there's really not very many we- heel women. No. And I, I feel like Britt would be one, but then she's more of a tweener. I feel like Hater, she's more of a tweener. You know, yeah. um, it's just like they're all tweeners. Jamie, Jamie's popularity and the speed of that rise of popularity. Um, I think they're too, they're, they're too popular to be heels now. Britt and no. Jamie. Mm-hmm. And nobody nobody dislikes Rebel. No. She's <laughs> awesome. She's got tricks. So finally, uh, main event, um, Darby Allen defeated Kushida to retain the TNT title in what we thought was a dusty finish. Or at least I did until the replay. And on a closer look, Darby did have one shoulder up. So clean win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, give Give me this match again. I'm all for it. Banger, I think we gave it a fiver uh, in the TSK. It was one of those uh, just unanimously awesome matches. Kushida is is one of those guys, when he can work his style, he is literally one of the best in the world. Literally. And it, it fucking came out in full extent last night. And I love Darby's TNT title run. I was just like, cool, now's a chance to, pit, you know, to give Kushida the belt. I really did think that. I'm not going to lie. Um, but Darby is... He is literally like the best guy to have his TNT champ. He's putting on bangers against with everybody. And it's just, I don't see it stopping no time soon. No, and it's no. funny. When when Darby has the title, it's the main event. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody else has it. It's not. When Warlow had it, he was barely on TV. <laughs> right. Yep. After that build-up and everything. Yeah, you're telling me, big dogs. I'll say it, of all the TNT champions <clears throat> so far, Warlow's been the worst. Um, yeah. Uh, certainly the most disappointing that we expected big things from. And where the hell is Scorpio Sky? Like, Tony, you can't find something for him? Yeah, like, we got Ethan Page on TV. Why? Where's Scorpio? Like, you got nothing. That's a great question. If you're not going to use him, cut him. Let him go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, TK's dangerously falling into that territory of hoarding talent. If not already in it. And the problem was, and you guys can both, you know, no, vouch for this. When Vince was doing it, people turned on him pre- pretty quick. And yeah. honestly, I can see that happening with Tony Khan. You know, the hoarding talent, all that, not, you know, putting talent on TV. Part of the problem is AEW does not have enough television. Yeah. yeah. No, they, honestly. They just, they, they, they don't. You know, Rampage is on a shit time zone. Or you know, time slot. But like, even still, you you can't put Scorpio Sky on dark or dark elevation. Like, no, no, I'm not saying every week, but like every you know, every couple of weeks, just long enough to say, hey guys, I'm you know, still here. Rampage no, isn't Rampage. just in the shit time slot. We also get the same people on Rampage that we see on Dynamite. Exactly. Yeah. And how does how does Dynamite usually start most of the time? Judas. You may as well make the theme song of the show Judas. You may as well. Yeah, I mean JAS is kind of in limbo right now. Like we I know Jer- like we said Jericho's feuding with Ricky, but it just doesn't feel as important as all Jericho's ever feuds. It's like they're just going through the motions. Yeah, big time. Well, even now, like, whatever the other, some of the other guys, like Danny Garcia, since he lost the pure title, what has he done? Oh, they only reminded me last night that um, <clears throat> he's still being coached by Sammy. I'm a man. What the, What are Angelo Parker and Matt Menard doing? Yeah. Why aren't you building them towards, the, to the, like, the tag division, you know? Yeah, I mean, this was the problem with Santana and Ortiz. Exactly. They are the Santana and Ortiz of the JAS. You have guys that are so unbelievably over, you know, and are they were great in NXT together. Mm-hmm. They are great in AEW together. Like, they are comedic gold. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. Matt. Like... I just I don't I don't understand the booking decisions at times. Some serious buckery here. Yeah, it's like like we said, the women's division has massively improved in AW and that's on the up and up and up and everything else is just almost forgotten about. Yeah. Mightily unfortunate. So, I mean, hey, like, yeah, I, 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 they did show up at PWG, and that's cool for the hardcores and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, like, yeah, which, you know, 
was you guys, like I said, you guys were just talking about the tag team. I what's the fucking their actual team name? Oh, two point There you go, two point whatever the fuck. I mean, like, uh, yeah, they're not getting much recognition. Um, I don't hate the Sammy thing, you know what I mean? Then again, I'm a sucker for Sammy Guevara. Uh, you know, Danny Garcia, he's gonna literally shoot to the fucking moon when he leaves that stable. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, it's, Hager, not, it's not a bad storyline. I just forgot it was happening. No, yeah, until right. Last night, and then Hager, in my opinion, you know, he all he loves to play off of is his Bellator record, his Bellator record, his Bellator record. I'm like, cool, bro. What, what was the last time you had a Bellator fight? Yeah. Oh yeah, in your purple hat. Yeah, that's the Dude, other thing. He went from Jericho's enforcer to I like this hat. It's a cool hat though. It is. I kind of want that hat. <laughs> it's a nice hat. I'm surprised they're not selling them on Did Shop AEW. Did you see the backstage video with Danhausen and Jake Hager? I did not. Uh, did I? Danhausen took the hat. Yeah. No, he didn't, you bastard. And he he gave him like like this little mini hat to have like you know like the little elastic you know string on it. <laughs> and you know Hager puts it on and he just he's like, I like this. hat. Huh? And like he's like, this this doesn't feel right. And Dan was like, oh, I've had this hat forever. I I got it at a garage sale years ago. Ten is the man. Yeah. Um, but who's not the man? Let's find out this week's geek of the week. Pencil neck geek, pretty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. All right. Well, you know what, DC, you said you got a geek? I want to hear. Well, you know what, let me, let me give you this one, and then I got to hear your geek at, the, at, at that. But um, So this one's not going to be one that you're thinking of immediately right off the bat. It's probably going to be one that might, and might raise some eyebrows. But I talked a couple of weeks ago about how this particular company decided to handle their one of their top stars taking a uh, U.S. Uh, excursion, if you will. How they're blacking out all of his matches. Well, on top of that, they decided to hire back one of the most toxic human beings in all of fucking professional wrestling in Alberto Del Rio. And so this week's Geek of the Week is an entire company in AAA Lucha Libre. How you could go really? from literally being... One of the one, if not the best Lucha Libre company, all of fucking Mexico. But you're having banger matches. Triple M, Triple Mania was catching attention. You know, you guys don't want to do work with with AEW, but you want to do work with Kenny Omega. You know, you you want to let this kid go on excursion, but you don't want to let nobody see his matches. You want to build towards the United States crowd. You bring back El De- Alberto Del Rio. What? Is uh, somebody is not listening to Conan? That's what it is. Somebody is not listening to Conan, and that's bullshit. I have no words. I didn't even know they rehired Alberto. Oh yeah, maybe him. For those who are super butthole, uh, ultra curious, uh, Alberto El Patron will be returning to Lucha Libre AAA, as according to F4W Online. Uh, the four, and he's going to be taking part in a two-part tournament. That's all I know. I, I guess wow. he gave up on the Triple H. Ever bring, ever giving him a call? 
He's given up on everything. He had a small MMA career when he tried to go back after having one before he got huge into wrestling, and he got his ass beat. He got embarrassed. You know, pro cop. Yeah, he he wasn't ready to go back. He he wasn't a fighter. He was never going to get an AEW deal. No. Again, especially with Soraya there. Well, not even before that. He's too toxic. Yeah. Period. You know, even before Vince resigned and came back, like Vince wouldn't even bring him back. Yeah, that says a lot. Exactly. That's what. (laughs) That's exactly why Triple H is the guy that you know. Vince is the guy that brought back Warrior more than once. You're too controversial for Vince. Mm -hmm. Fuck. I got a twoper. All right, who's your geek? Geeks of the week. I got the twoper. It's a tie. Because, you know, number one, Nick Khan. We all saw that podcast he did basically ripping everything. Does this dude not fucking know how the IWC works? No, because he's not a fucking part of the IWC. He has no idea what the IWC even stands for. By part of being part of the company, you are. Now, the bigger geek of the week. He probably thinks IWC stands for International Waiver Claim. I hate to to put this person on the list. Mercedes Monet. Uh-huh. Like I get it, you, you know it's your, your gimmick, but to 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 say that you you alone made New Japan relevant. Oh, look at Moses' face. Wait till you hear the full quote. Okay, and, yeah, no, I yeah, you gotta let me hear that one from from Dad. Kendall, like, what in the shit? People like Kenny. Okada, uh, Suzuki, like, and you? Like, the the people there don't give a shit about you. And I'm telling you what's going to happen. I give it another year and a half, two years. Mercedes Monet will be no more. Sasha Banks will be back. Yeah. Sad but true. She, if it's even that long, if it's just even that long, trying to make a name for herself to go back home, just so she can get more money. Yeah, money that they didn't want to give her in the first place. Um. All right, on to this week's bestler of the week. Of the week. Yes, Uh, so I I picked this one pretty early in the week, um, and I haven't really thought about maybe think, picking anybody else, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, this week's best of the week for giving, in the words of the late great Tony Hancock, very nearly an armful of blood this week is Ruby Soho. Yeah, all right. Um, any other takers? You know, I think you got to give honorable mention to Ty Conti. Yeah. Yeah, she oh, yeah, pulled, she pulled a finger out that week, too. That nice. night. Um, yeah, let, let's do a twofer on best of the week, too, then Ruby and Ty. There we go. Good job, girls. 
All right. Now, um, as we have been saying, it is almost time for the Royal Rumble, and you know what that means. We're one week away from our first special event of 2023 podcast promo Rumble 8. It is smashing into your eyes and ears January 26th with predictions for the Royal Rumble itself and for a solid lineup of championship matches. Solid lineup indeed. Our guest this evening, DC, is back. The current Mr. Iron Bank will challenge my man, Cypher of the Modern Day Outlaws, for the Max Wrestling Television Championship. And it will be not one, not two, but three stages of knowledge. Cypher versus DC, come get you some. And here's a little twist that I haven't mentioned yet. They each get to pick the first two stages. So we're going to let DC pick stage one. Uh, and then, as usual, stage three will probably be quick fire or one of those five or die rounds, but we'll see what the first two rounds are going to be. Um, and speaking of trivia, the original knowledge champion, Kenny Killer, is back in his third reign, and after an intense 10 9 victory over the Phoenix in sudden death overtime at the Maxis, he has selected Moses Marquez as his yeah. next challenger as they square off for the first time ever in 60 second quick fire. Buttholes quivering just at the thought, boys. I tell you and what, and go for it, D. Dazzy, I'm gonna make this little announcement right here. All right. Not if I beat Cipher. When I beat Cipher and I become the new television champion, I will carry that title into Promo Mania, where the main event will become. A television title match. Oh, Lord Jimmy. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, this happened last year. It was supposed hey. to be just me and Phoenix exhibition. It turned into a title for title match. There it is, baby. He hit it on the TSK. Now he's throwing it down right here, right now. And when I win it, couldn't, you know, the Demon has become one of the very few people that has held the, the, the person who was arguably the greatest champion in match wrestling history. If she's not already on the list, she should be in the honorable mentions. But you talk about champions, and we have to talk about the world championship being on the line in a few that goes so far back, I can't even remember, as the Phoenix looks to revenge over the multiple occasions where the MDO's Travis Walker Anderson has uh, caused him havoc. Now, let's not remember this. If he loses, there will be no rematch for the Phoenix. But if there's any interference, Travis will be stripped of the title in a contract that I signed that I will ensure nothing goes down. Oh yeah. It's uh it's one on one. Guaranteed. Mono, mono, baby. Um but we just mentioned the Demoness. The big question on my mind is will the Demoness be there next week? Last week she just popped up out of nowhere with a message for the Phoenix. She seems to have accepted the challenge laid out by the Phoenix last summer, but we don't know where or when. So, who knows what the hell's going to happen next. We do know she's going to be at Promo Mania, though, to face DC. Right. So, uh, potential, potential title, title match, match now, yeah. So, uh, don't miss the Rumble next week. Go to maxwrestling.net. No, that's the old website. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash rumble8 for more information. Get your son. And now, for stupid shit people say online, this is shit Mark say. Y'all really just need to stop. OMG Eggplant emoji WTF Santa Claus emoji Thought he was dead LOL Peach emoji 
a Mercedes Monet. Jesus, criminy. Um, but let's kick it off with TikTok, who's not been very oozy this week. Um, you know what? This is my segment to go off Hamburglar on my man White Chocolate. Um, however, and I, I, I am a one who gives credit where it's due. You can, you can run your mouth, you can act like an idiot all day long, but when you're, when you speak good truth or you speak good stuff, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some praise. So. Uh, he's been a little more quiet as of late. He hasn't been as uh, disruptive as, as you could say. But um, obviously with the news of Jay hitting, everybody got in their feelings. Everybody, and including himself. He even hit out because he's, he's, a, he's a Briscoes fan, believe it or not. So, you know, he's out giving praises. He he congratulated AEW. Or not congratulated. He uh, said he appreciated AEW's little thing, NXT's thing, you know. He he did go on a little rant of how AEW should have mentioned Jay Briscoe. And da, da, da. I'm like, bro, they they don't have to vocalize his, his name or whatever. The armbands, the tribute show after the fact, all that was enough. That was but uh, other than that, everybody on uh, the TikTok has shockingly been on the positive side. Well, I mean, I think everybody's just been too sad to be an asshole this week. Well, not everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> up on the social media side, we have wrestling. Uh, who says? Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I hate New Japan Pro Wrestling. I hate how they try to force pro wrestling as a real sport when everyone knows it's fake and predetermined. Seeing Smarks jizz all over it is cringe. That's literally the point of wrestling to to make it feel and look like a real sport. Darren Drazap, who? Right, and. Guess what? WWE presents it like a real sport too, knowing that we know it's predetermined. It's called suspension of this fucking belief. And they mm. they don't come out and say, "Hey guys, the script says Becky's gonna win tonight, so please cheer for her and enjoy the show." <sighs> fucking and hell, bro! Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we have a match? I think it was Extreme Rules a couple months ago. Uh, Riddle and Rollins in uh, like a cage, like a supposed to be an MMA kind of deal. Wasn't that yeah, a thing? Yeah. And I'm pretty I'm sure they tried to make us believe that that face to face was legit heat. Yep. Yep. Don't forget the fucking backstage camera. Oh, yeah. We that left the cameras on. We left on. <laughs> um, so, what Wrestling Noob doesn't like is the fact that New Japan is popular because they work a little stiffer and they don't conform to this lame 50-50 booking formula that WWE do. Also, you're you're a Machine Gun Kelly fan, so your taste is, is not very reliable. Get in the bin. This, this dude changed genres to fucking escape Eminem and you're going to back him the fuck up? You a goddamn idiot, boy. You a fucking idiot. But let's let me let me throw up, drop some fucking knowledge on y'all out there, like because some, some people are just ignorant as holy fuck as Mister fucking Noob over here is. Let me New Japan Pro Wrestling and how they do it in in Japan in general. Let me just stop myself before I put my foot in my mouth. Japanese <laughs> wrestling, whether it be women, men, whatever, even DDT, they take that shit legit. Why? Because in Japan. It's taken legit. It's how they see it as a culture. Yes, you can be an amateur wrestler, but then you could be a professional wrestler. They understand predetermination, but they also understand that there's a spirit to it. There's a lion heart. You know what I mean? There's there's more to it than I'm out here getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be jacked up looking nice. You know what I'm saying? It's more than that. 
So yes, to them, it's a sport. And so because to them, it's a sport, they're going to portray it as a sport, which guess what, homie? That's professional wrestling. I think also it's very different in Japan where anywhere else in the world you tell somebody you're a professional wrestler, you're probably going to be like, going to get the reaction of, <laughs> but it's fake, right? But in Japan, you tell somebody you're a professional wrestler, you get nothing but respect. Lord Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. next, next up, we have Jerry McClueless. Yeah, he is. Um, so obviously, we like we said, um, Ring of Honor is holding Supercard of Honor the Friday, the night before WrestleMania. Um yeah. In California. And Jerry says uh, they happen to run an event on the same weekend as WrestleMania. Lol. Uh, yeah, it, this well, is something. Like it's something Ring of Honor have always done. It's something practically all indie companies do. They, they flock to the area of WrestleMania because it's full of wrestling fans for a whole weekend. Simple business. I mean, we, we, we in the TSK were talking about it. The reality of the matter is, is WrestleMania weekend is the hot weekend. Why? Because WrestleMania is putting on like six shows. They have the Hall of Fame. There's the Raw after, there's a Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania, NXT TakeOver, the two-night Mania thing, you know, all this. So, yeah, guess what, homie? It's smart business to fucking take all the indies, all the local indies that are going around L.A. and all the other ones that are willing to make the trip. You put on a show. Why? Because not everybody's going to be able to make it to fucking WrestleMania. It's an expensive ass show. Not everybody can go to WrestleMania, you know, but I could go see a GCW show. I can go see the Ring of Honor show. Maybe I can go see uh, what maybe like a PC dub, you know, maybe like at this or like at that. But there's options. Yeah. And it's not a negative thing. It's not meant to be a negative thing. It's meant to help the exposure that is professional wrestling. So kiss my ass, motherfucker. It's not just a weekend of WrestleMania. It's a weekend of wrestling culture. Exactly. And mm. there's, there's people culture. that don't like. There's people that don't watch or like WWE and don't follow it or anything. But I guarantee you, like ninety five percent of wrestling fans all over the world will tell you WrestleMania is the biggest wrestling show of the year. Yeah, absolutely. But surrounding it is the biggest wrestling weekend of the year. Yeah. You guys say what is it? You guys say get it in the bin. Yep. No, no, no. He, he's not. He, he's not in the going in the bin. Get to the fucking landfill. Go to the <laughs> Let's landfill. Let's go straight <laughs> to the dump, Jack. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars to the landfill with you. Infirmary, you go, sucker. You can become slop for the Briscoes chicken farm. Let's go chicken farm. Um. All right, and let's finish it with Mercedes Monet. Um. So here's the full quote on. This was literally on New Japan's YouTube. Um, I'm trying to put New Japan on the map and make it global. I know it's... I know it's <laughs> that first sentence alone, fuck me. Um, I know it's been around for so long and there's so much history here, but it's never been looked at the same since I stepped into the game. Yeah, we looked at you funny. Have you seen your hair? Tr- trying to put New Japan on the map and make... New Japan is on the fucking map it's and it is map. global. Hammer? Oh my god, it's been on the map since the fucking 90s. Does does she really think New Japan is bigger than it's ever been because she's there? She really just thinks she's that fucking relevant. Right? Like, 
I think so. She's pretty much emphasizing that she's the biggest star that New Japan's ever seen. Let me drop some fucking names on you of stars. Let me, and I'm not going to give you Antonio Noki. I'm not going to do it. Why? That, that's a cop out. That's a cop out. But let me drop some other names for you. Let's go. Ricky Choshu. Uh, 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 Tatsumi Fujinami. Big Van Vader. The Great Muda. Kenji Moto, also known as a Great Muda. Kenzei Sasaki. Masahiro Chono. Uh, Scott fucking Norton. Scott Norton. Did you make him? Did you Were you around when Scott Norton was doing his fucking thing? Hiroshi Tenzan. Bob Sapp. I'm listing yeah. off just IWGP World Heavyweight Champions. Were you around in 2005 when Brock Lesnar turned the fucking international wrestling world on its fucking head when he beat Kurt Angle? No, I don't think you were, Jack. I don't think you were. Hiroshi Tanahashi, because I'm pretty sure him and Nagata and Naito and Okada, and I could go down the list, but I would eventually run out of breath, made this motherfucker. And as DC pointed out beautifully, pointed out beautifully, if you really want to go with somebody who helped truly elevate it from within, you have to talk about Kenny. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to tell me you're bigger than Kenny, and can't, let me let me put it like this. I don't mean to, I'll let you get your thing. I, I got to do this though. It's like if let me let me put it in some words that Mrs. Monet Monet will understand. Kenny Omega is to the wrestling world what your uncle is to the rap world. I could would drop this mic if I could, but it's on the stand. Even <laughs> at uh, what about uh, good old Uncle Allen? You know. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I knew it was missing a couple people. See, that guy, that guy, when he came in from Impact or TNA, he flipped the world on its head. Not from a money, not from a catchphrase, not from a, not from a cool entrance, not because I came from the E. Because Let's he went there, he beat up the top dog, won the top belt, took Second the world by storm. Second match. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. The only reason that she is there is because... Triple H and the E would not give her Roman Reigns money. Nope. Sorry. I'm sorry. She's good. No, I'm not, not saying she isn't. Oh, is she no that Are you selling out arenas? Not like that. Not, not in Japan. You're not going to. Are you getting the ratings? No. And if we're talking about outsiders coming in and making a huge impact on New Japan's numbers and exposure, Chris fucking Jericho. Chris you tell, fucking you're telling me Jericho. she's made a bigger impact than Jericho did? Jericho, that was, yeah, exactly. Jericho had finally come back to the company since the first time since the fucking 90s, and he rewrit their pay-per-view buys. Yeah, re-writ their subscriptions them. jumped. They, I think they doubled. Now, granted, there was a high number... For that Wrestle Kingdom, but it wasn't because of her. It was because no. the much anticipated, the much talked about possible seven. I called it. What I call it six and a quarter. I said six and a quarter. You can call it a seven and a half if you really wanted to get crazy. But the six and a quarter rated match by Dave Meltzer and myself was Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. And everybody has been talking about it. Mm. Everybody from the minute to the extra hardcores. You you came in, got barely any reaction. Maybe maybe that maybe that was you. Maybe that was like their like first experience of women's wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. But you also bossed your fucking finisher. Yeah, you did badly. 
very bad. Uh, which is a shame because from the training videos, it looks like a cool move. It does. The but problem, I still don't think it would have got a pop. The problem with that move now is that anytime she hits it, people are going to rem- be reminded of that of that botch. Mm-hmm. So honestly, you and may as well never do that move again. Yeah. But the, the sad thing is, even if she had hit the move perfectly, it still wouldn't have been a great debut. Like, you look at Chris Jericho, right? When he left WWE, you know, he was doing the whole list of Jericho. Drink it in, man. Love it. You know, he was doing that shtick. She's Sasha Banks. Doing the same old tired shtick that she has done over and over again. Look at uh, Soraya being in AEW. She's reinvented herself. To a degree. Look at, mm. you know, look at some of the people that have come back after, you know, long periods away. You know, it's... Look at uh, Adam Cole. Like, did he act like a heel in, in, on his return? No. Did he say his lines? Yes, but did he act like the same old tired shtick over and over and over and over? Like, how many times have we seen her do the mannerisms? Like, try something different. Like, and we all know the only reason she's doing that and that she's there is so that she can increase her value and she's going to end up back in the E at, at some point within the next two years. Yeah. Especially if Vince <laughs> does this complete takeover again. Excuse me. You over here went on a rant about Monet. I'm like, smell the bullshit. I'm just fucking right. dying over here. Uh, okay, let's close the show with the 60 second promo. I guarantee you it's not going to be 60 seconds because I don't have any bad things to say about Mark Briscoe. No, um, but let's pick up the mic. Here we go. Three, two, one. Mark. This short and sweet. Let's go to the ring. Let's rip shit up. And let's reach for the sky, boy. You and me. There you go. Nice and simple. I love it. And then, and then I want a chicken. I want a chicken for free. Uh, yeah, let me get a couple chicken for free. And I need some lands. You know what I mean? Don't give me no, no, don't give me no roosters on accident, sucker. I know you know the difference. Let me get a couple actual land chickens, Jack. You know what I mean? Eggs are expensive. Oh yeah, eggs are hella expensive right now. Eight dollars for a dozen chicken. And I like me some chicken and eggs. That's right. I don't care which one you know, came I, first. Yazzie, I know you'll 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 get this reference. I think I'll take two chickens. I'll take Boy. every fucking chicken. I'll take chicken. <laughs> well, thank you for spending your Thursday with us, the final one before podcast promo rumble eight next week. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, pencil neck geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. SMR Podcast Network. You should be listening. Damn. That's right, Retro Rewind coming back at you with the good stuff, the great stuff, the stuff that is memorable as all you know what. As I announced last week, the TSK has taken over Retro Rewind, so it is now kicking in with the Nets. That's not true. We're keeping it Retro Rewind. It's just with the TSK. Um, The first episode we did was, again, November the 4th, 1996. It just hasn't dropped yet. Editing process has been an absolute pain in the 
behind mainly because I'm trying to do a lot of cool new stuff. I'm trying to be like what Daz does for Max, and I'm like learning on the fly. It's not easy. He's got five years of been doing this, so he's like, oh, I got a little, little simplicity going on. I'm learning as I go. Um, but look for it this weekend, either going to drop tomorrow or Saturday. And um, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to come up with a nice collaborate schedule where Max Wrestling as a whole can drop two to three episodes a week. Episodes a week. So that's yeah. where I like that. But uh, speaking of all that nonsensory, we got to go over the more nonsense that is the social media websites. So you can find us on the twi- the evil Twitter machine. Eh, it's not so evil anymore. You can pay for your own thing. So it's maybe, who knows, probably still cre- incredibly evil. At, of course, Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512, and at SMR Podnet. Check out the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to subscribe, follow a button on, was it Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. And of course, you already know the gimmick on the YouTube. We are on our goal to 500. And the only way to get there is by you sharing and subscribing and everything in between. So make sure you tell all your friends and- about Max Wrestling and kicking it with the TSK. And also, don't forget, when you subscribe, don't just settle for just the little subscribe button. Click the bell to enable notifications so that anytime you see these wonderful gentlemen, you get to know about it. Yeah. You get that notification. Pops up right in your email. It says, hey, Max Wrestling has uploaded a new video. Ring my bell. And right now you're getting two or three a week. There you go. Keep it fucking rocking. So we got to keep it going. Come on, Dan. And with that said, join us next week for podcast <laughs> promo rumble eight. Who's going to promo mania? Who's going to Valhalla? Who's going to WrestleMania? And once again, we got the world title, the Walker versus the Phoenix. We got the TV title, DC versus Cypher. And we got the knowledge title, Kenny versus El Jefe. It is all big match Thursday next week. That's right. I almost said Big Match Monday. That would have been cool. You've been watching the Cap'n Mo and DC. Goodbye. Mwah. And reach for the sky, boy. Bang. Rest in paradise. We're praying for you, Briscoe.